thing. Like, yay. So hello, everybody. Welcome to Spiritual Business Spotlight. I have the honor today of introducing a guest with a passion for art and therapy who lives in Florida. I'm a little jealous of all three there. <laughs> so um, welcome, Leah Guzman. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me on here today, Susan. I, I appreciate it. It's my pleasure. So I see your beautiful artwork behind you. It looks like you do um, some abstract work. Is that true or? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a I'm a painter and I do some abstract work, but then I incorporate um, some like real realistic things too. Here's a little like lotus within it. So a lot of backgrounds and abstract, and then I'll put like more of a, a realistic object in there too. Nice. And I saw on your Instagram account that you have some, you know, flowers of life. And so you have some sacred mm -hmm. geometry mixed into your work as well. Yes. I like to have that spiritual component. Yeah. Like the series, I don't know if you can see behind me, but um, I have like this hexagon pattern, which is, you know, it's like signature of like the bees and the honeycomb and uh, sacred geometry. And then um, there's little birds and the little birds um, are, are little spiritual beings, little spiritual creatures to me, because I see them all around. I always feel like they're giving me messages. And it's so funny when I see the bird, I'll look it up and I'll look up their symbolism and they do have a message. Each one has a specific message. So it's pretty cool. I've been seeing warblers lately. That's the ones that I have in the back. And um, they're about stepping into your power, which is really cool. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. I'll get one and I'll show you a little bit more. You can see it. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's very cool. Wow, yeah. that's really detailed too. I didn't even realize that you were going, I mean, that's a very realistic painting. Yes, so it's realistic. And then I put the abstract designs um, in the background. Cool, I love that. Yeah. Thank you. So you're an artist and an art therapist, is that correct? Yes, I, I balance both worlds. <laughs> and how did you get into that? Like, was there, you know, I don't want to ask, I don't want to go too deep. Like, was there a trigger or something like that? But how did mm -hmm. you feel like, what drew you into that area? And how do you work in like a therapeutic setting as well? Well, yeah, I, I've always been an artist. Um, and then um, in like in my high school years, I was um, submitting my work out there um, and getting judged. I was putting in jury shows and things like that. One of the jurors, um, you know, the judges asked me, you know, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I was like, I love psychology. I love art. And so they, they told me about art therapy. They sent me this little article about uh, this little boy who had cancer and he had an art therapist that would come into the hospital and help him with his emotions by drawing out a little Pac-Man eating away his cancer cells. And then he eventually went into remission. I was like, man, that's oh, really wow. beautiful. How powerful, you know, that you could help people through the art. And I was like, I knew that it's what I wanted to do. So I got my undergraduate in art, actually in studio sculpture. And then I went ahead and got my master's in art therapy. So yeah. So during that time uh, I was making art and uh, you know, and I, then I wanted to actually help people too. So um, yeah, so I've worked with, uh, you know, many different populations. I love working with uh, students in schools. I've been doing that for about 17 years. I have a private practice as well, where I'm, I'm mostly working with 
artists, um, creatives who are wanting to, you know, work on their mental health, find balance um, within themselves, but also want to show up bigger, meaning that uh, they want to like tap into like helping others, or they just want to build that confidence to, you know, share their artwork with other people, those type of things. So yeah, I've been, I've been doing that and I've been really enjoying it. Well, it sounds like something that's really necessary, especially for artists, because a lot of artists are really reserved about their own work. You have, you know, it seems like there's two sides of the coin there. There's either the people mm -hmm. that are very open with and expressive with their art. And then there are those who are fabulous and talented, but keep it close to their chest and don't really show anybody. Yeah, most of, and that was me, I have to admit. Um, one of my professors I remember in college told me that I was like a turtle in their shell. And I was like, what? I remember it made me so mad. Uh-oh. <laughs> but, but it was me. It was, she was, she was really being truthful that I really didn't like show up and share my work. And I really didn't even share my work with other people until I was like in my 30s. And it was, it was that because I went through a period of not creating and then I wanted to create and, um, and I knew that I wanted to go, you know, sh share with the world and actually sell it. So it was through that, like kind of dark night of the soul, like coming out. Yeah. I learned so much that now it's my point of helping others do that same thing because it gets to the point where you do want to get show up and, and share yeah. your work. I mean, you're like, how do you do that? You know, how do you get over your ego? How do you get over that fear? Um, and, you know, you do it through love, you know, you do it through connecting to source and, and you're just sharing the joy, you know, you're just sharing what, what makes you happy. So I make my art honestly for myself, um, <laughs> even though I do sell it, but I make it because it's my therapy. It's like my way to decompress, to get into the zone, to feel good, to connect to source. Um, and then, you know, I do sell it, but that's, it's, it's part of my, my healing journey too. I love that because it has to be for you first, because almost, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, there is that corporate art and there is graphic design and everything that mm -hmm. is, is created for other people, but there's that unique, true, passionate art that comes from a different place entirely. I feel like. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, it, it does go to the point, like you might do a, might do a commission for somebody and they want something specific, but I think, you know, the past several years, I've been really just being authentic with my own voice and like finding out who I am and who I, I want to be like showing up um, to share my art with others. And that's really important. So if I did a commission, it would, it would definitely be like in my style and wanting to put it out there. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's really good. And you've channeled yeah. your work into a deck recently. Yeah, it was just really exciting um, how this um, came about. Um, there's this book I've been wanting to create. When I started sharing my art with the world, I, um, I was really into energy and particularly the chakras. Like I really loved how like working with my clients, I would see how, you know, if they're dealing with a lot of anxiety and they had like root chakra issues, if they were dealing with like money and things like that. Um, a lot of red would come up, right? And red was, you know, they were attracted to red because they needed that that color to, to help them heal. And so I started noticing that pattern um, with myself and with my clients. So I wanted to create a, a book that helped, had art exercises that specifically went through each chakra and, um, and how to do art to help get balanced so you can get into alignment. So I wrote this book called The Art of Healing and Manifesting. Ooh. And 
Yeah, so it's connecting to um, a lot of attraction techniques and chakra knowledge and my art therapy background. So the art experiences are very much um, healing in that aspect. And yeah, I'm really excited about um, putting this out into the world. It's called Creative Exercises for Living in Abundance. So we get it to alignment. You can bring in your desires. And then through that, I created um, this deck. And so what's really cool about the deck is that on one side, as you can see, it is like a rainbow, just like the chakras. Um, and so each, each um, there's seven cards for each of the chakras. So they're focusing on self-care. So it's a lot of healing and it has um, directives too, to if you need to, um, if you want to like manifest something as well, like what to do in your life. So on one side it has that. And then on the other side, it actually has my artwork that um, oh, cool. it's like a collection of my artwork in the, so that you can get an idea. So this part was fun because I never, like as I, I created a ton of art, but then I never really realized that I was connecting. I mean, I was always feels like it was very spiritual um, and connected to source, but I didn't realize that the themes of it was actually connected to the chakras as well. So when I started putting the deck together, it was just like this, aha, like, oh my goodness, this is so cool. Like I was doing all this heart artwork and, you know, related to the heart chakra. And uh, so it was kind of, it was fun. It was really fun, you know, putting these together and um, yeah, getting these printed. So it's like something that, that I can use on a daily basis um, that I can put, you know, give to others that they can use it on their, their journey as well when they need unique guidance. Oh, that's really cool because they're much more multifaceted than I was able to picture in, in like the pictures that you sent over. I thought that the, the drawings were actually other cards and not on the back of those chakra cards. So that's really interesting. What's your favorite yeah. one? Oh, that's a good question. Um, mm. I have to say this butterfly girl is really, I'm really drawn to, oh, okay. Well, you're all like, it depends There's a on the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. I have a few paintings that I really like. Okay, this one's really nice. I like this one. This one is a labyrinth Ooh. and it has a light um, lantern in the middle and it's called, the painting is actually called Finding My Way Home. It's a really okay. big painting. It's about 36 by 48 inches. Wow. And you probably like this because it has a lot of uh, floral, like from Florida. Uh, <laughs> it has yeah. the birds of paradise <laughs> and the orchids and the things like that. Um, but this one is on the back. It's called the treasure map. So this is the direction is um, creative visualization is a powerful way to manifest. Visualize what you want to focus on to produce powerful changes in your life. Create your own treasure map. Map your course by drawing out the plan. Hmm. So this would be like a manifesting card of, you know, taking the time. So this, the treasure map is actually one of exercises in my book. So you can see how they kind of, they, they go together, but this is what you would call it. So I like this one a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's, and it's a gorgeous card. Like the colors are very rich and it's, it's intuitive as well. So you don't really necessarily have to flip it over or, you know, the guidebook is good to have, but there's also a very visceral understanding of the meaning within the card. Mm -hmm. So I like that yeah. because a lot of people, sometimes you just want to zone out and look at something and get a message. 
and and mm. not necessarily read or refer to anything, but just allow that message to kind of lead you. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of cool to look at as well. Like you don't even have to look at the back. You could just, you know, look at maybe the front card and just say what is what is drawn to you. And I've actually been using them for my paintings. I've been oh. picking a card and then saying, okay, like I picked this card, which is the lotuses. And then I said, okay, um, that'll be my inspiration. And that's when I created this little chakra painting of the crown chakra. I was oh, like, nice. and I painted that. So yeah, I've been using them as a tool for my own artwork. I was like, what, you know, what inspiration is coming up? So it's fun. Oh, that's <laughs> really cool. And you said that, um, so we're recording this mid to end of February. And because mm -hmm. of all of the things that are transpiring in the world, basically, you're looking mm -hmm. at a mid-March 2022 release date for the cards and the book, correct? Yes, I wish I had an exact date, um, but that's what it's looking like um, as of right now for the cards are printed, they're just making the boxes, and then the book um, just has a couple more uh, things to be finalized, and it should be headed off to the printer, so we're like so close. Um, I really wanted it to come out on 2222 because I wanted, I love that magical number, especially for manifesting. But I always say, if it doesn't come out exactly how you want it, you know, the universe has something even better. <laughs> <in Yeah. store. laughs> so yeah, I'm excited about it. I can't wait for them um, to come out. Well, the book and the deck are both really, really gorgeous and, and very, yeah. And it seems like the book you said also includes a number of exercises that people can sit down and do to explore their energy fields and do some, some art therapy on themselves. Yeah, definitely. So it's, um, you're, you know, go through each chapter, there's different ways they can use it. I actually um, have an art therapy assessment, um, or I'm sorry, a chakra assessment, so you can see where you might be imbalanced. Oh, nice. So it's on my site. Yeah, I have a lot of resources in there. I have the meditations um, to help you get grounded, so to do the art exercises. Um, but yeah, you can check yourself and say, you know what, I need to spend a little bit more energy or more focus on that sacral chakra. So let me start there. Um, but yeah, the idea would be to create your own full chakra set. So the paintings, I have a little chakra set right here. I could show you um, some of the exercises are to create your own little oh, wow. mini chakra paintings. Yeah. And so each of the paintings have um, affirmations. And I call it activated art because you might want to manifest something or maybe you need to heal something, right? Because a lot of times when you want to manifest something, there has to be some healing work um, in there. And so you, you put the whatever it is that you want to manifest or heal into the writing of the work. So yeah, so this is kind of like a chakra set. I've been doing these chakra sets for a while and they're really fun because when you put them all together, it, it, it just comes out like joy. It's just, this is the colors you can see here. It's, right. it's really, it's like a rainbow, right? And it's just, it's just magical. And that's actually one of my signs. Uh, we get a lot of rainbows here in Miami, I have to admit that. But it's like, if I ever have a question about something or I feel I'm going on the right track, I'll see that rainbow and I'm like, yes, thank you. Thank you universe <laughs> for the sign. I love that because, and, and hopefully you see the rainbow and you don't say, oh, wait, I have to see another rainbow. Was that really my rainbow? No, I'm just kidding. 
you know, I was like, yeah, no, yeah. it's, it's always on point. Like I, it's usually when I ask the question, like I'll ask, well, what about this? Like in what direction should I go? Or, you know, um, and then I'll get it. I mean, it doesn't always come through the sky too. Actually, right. I tell this story in, uh, in the book. Um, I was working, I had asked, I can't remember the specific question, but I had asked the universe for a sign. I was like, I need a sign about this. Can you tell me? And it was so cute. I was working with this, um, one, of, one of my students, he's like seven years old. And he was cleaning out his palette and he, he, he yells, Miss Guzman, come over here, come look at my rainbow that I just made. And I was like, oh, that's my sign, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome. I love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Because it's perfect and the signs come up and, and it's so nice that you're open to receiving them no matter, you know, and you have your key sign. Say, mm -hmm. okay. A positive is a rainbow. Yeah, I like those. I like numbers too. Do you like uh, numbers? Do you ever I look do. for signs and numbers? I, I'm, yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes I wonder, like seriously, because I read tarot also and read cards, oh, and okay. so there's there's such an intersect between numerology and and tarot. But then uh -huh. I'm also somebody who thinks that you don't necessarily need to have a deck of cards in front of you that you should be, okay. you know, kind of familiar enough, like with the rainbow or with the birds that you're looking up or with these different signs, or even look it up later on, you know, mm -hmm. to see, okay, what's the 444 there? Or what's the 1111? Or, mm -hmm. you know, um, ooh, 555, not sure about that. That's a little bit, you know, um, so yeah long and short of it yeah I'm kind of uh, symbolism numbers animals signs the whole nine yards basically yes yes yeah that's what I included in here in the in the book and and then also the cards do you want me to pull a card for you sure I would love that yeah okay so so it's not like a tarot deck I know some people are like what's the difference between tarot and oracle so the the oracle is is mostly just for this deck is just to pull one card. Mm -hmm. um, you could just think about something that you, your desire, like for yourself, you don't have to say it. Um, or maybe it's something that you need, need healing with or you're challenging, you know, something that's like you're struggling with. And then I'll, I'll pick a card for you. That sound good? Okay. Yep. That sounds really good. Okay. Okay. Ooh, you got an action card. Uh, okay, yeah. This, this is, oh, can you see it? Ooh, it has a lotus, beautiful. but it has a lot of yellow in it. This is one of my yeah. older paintings. It says, take action towards your desires. What is one area of your life that action would create the biggest ripple effect? Taking baby steps every day can lead to a major shift in achieving your dreams. What is one step you can take today to move your dreams to reality? So it's funny because I was like, what's blocking me from achieving my goals? And it's just like baby steps, you know, instead of like thinking about a leap ahead, just really putting in the one step at a time and, and focusing on what has the biggest impact as well. Most definitely. And consistency. I think that's really key, right? <laughs> is yeah. being consistent and taking those actions. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you feel like you're intuitive? Like you're working with people in an artistic manner and, mm -hmm. and do you receive impulses when you're working with them and messages or is it basically interpreting, um, you know, what they're telling you and using your intuitive guidance along that area? Yeah, it's, it's both of those. So usually when I come to a session, um, when I'm working with, with someone, I definitely include my intuition. I'm listening to what they're saying um, and, you know, what their needs are and then guiding them intuitively of um, what I think their next, you know, to get to that next best step so that they can see it. So a lot of times um, we get stuck in patterns or we get stuck in um, not knowing which, you know, not having that clarity, of like which direction. Mm -hmm. And so I'm helping them by guiding them, holding that space for them so that they can draw it out so they can make art about it. And a lot of those messages will come in the art. So, you know, whether we're doing collage, it might be certain words that will pop up or they come together or they do the drawing um, of like things that they want to manifest and they get a lot more details and it gets more clear, right? They have a lot more clarity or if they're not just sure which direction to go, just drawing out those two paths okay, what happens? Which one feels like the right, like just by the drawing, you could see where the energy is. Like, right. what energy feels good <laughs> yeah. that way. You know, sometimes you just need to put it outside of yourself so that you can really see. That's what I love about the art therapy. Is it's like you get the visual. Right. Um, and it makes them, you know, a lot more clear. Yeah. And when you're, when you're teaching this, um, because I know you teach it online as well at leahguzman.com you have mm -hmm. some classes as well. So I, cause I'm looking at your art supplies behind you and I'm thinking, you know, <laughs> if, if somebody were to sit down with your book or with one of your classes, would they need to have a kind of a, um, what's it called a few supplies to start out working with like a rainbow, um, you know, watercolors or, or, or acrylics or brushes or crayons, or what would you recommend? Or does it yeah. list it in your book too? Well, yeah, there is a supply list in there in the book um, okay. for just starting out. But yeah, I definitely recommend when I start working with some, because not everyone has to be an artist. I mean, it's great. I do work with a lot of artists that are already like, they, you know, they feel comfortable expressing themselves. But sometimes I work with people that are just there, they want to get their toes wet or they used to make art a long time ago and they want to get back into that creative practice. And I do recommend having a little watercolor palette, definitely having a journal to keep everything mm -hmm. so that everything doesn't get you know all over the place and something safe that you can you know close and put away bring back out um i love oil pastels or really expressive colored pencils um just some some markers are great um even acrylic paints like a little simple set of acrylic paints are nice um to start with but yeah just i think those are just kind of basic supplies uh you know just so that you can be expressive and and play with the art right and do you recommend that people you know let loose and take off the reins or is there direction like um or is it kind of a combination of both well yeah it's a great question um well when I work with one-on-one -on -one with people I do um it's more guided and so I, I let them know and obviously they're going to use their own style their own interpretation of you know what's going to come through and I encourage that I mean I work with uh one client and she just loved cutting up squares of 
colored paper and then making collages at it. And that was her session. That was the way she expressed herself. But it would have some deeper meaning because whatever we were working on was, with, you know, was in that, right? Um, but when I work, I have a membership group, which is a lot of fun. It's called the Creative Soul Society, and I love it. We meet a couple of times a month, and I like I give the directive. Um, like this, we did a self love um, art journaling session uh, this past week, and it was so fun because everybody interpreted so differently. We did collage um, work, and it was just fun to see everybody it's not like I'm saying you have to do this and do this it's just like look, this is our theme um and it was so fun to see how everything came out totally different but it had so much love and so much expression and it was all about themselves so it was just like love yourself up find at least like at least 15 things of you know what you love about yourself or you know things that you do love in your life and, and that was fun so yeah that's what's what's beautiful just like, as long as you're being expressive that's what's most important yeah yeah because and i think people right now everything is so cerebral and text-based and mm -hmm. you know really kind of in 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 a lot of people's worlds you know mm -hmm. and so working with you know tactile colorful expressive more um i don't even know how to say it like like where there is allowed to be more than one meaning or interpretation and there is no perfection, you know, kind of thing is a nice relief a lot of times. Yeah, it's, it's definitely about the process, not about the product. I know we can get like stuck in the outcome. That's what I love about having yeah. this openness is that whatever needs to come out, let it come out. And, and what's the surprise at the end? Let's Let's find out and we can get lost along the way and then, you know, work on it. I, I do that a lot of times in my paintings and these are works in progress behind me, but I get lost along the way and then eventually I'll, I'll find myself again. Right. And so that's what this is about. It's just kind of finding that clarity and, and finding that direction. Um, and, and you can learn about yourself through that process. Right. And the creative process is, sitting right there in between God and the material in some ways. Mm. Yes. Most definitely. I say, I always say the art is the Oracle. So it's like, it's like, it's connecting and then it has this message. So if you can just open that space, I like to meditate beforehand. I like to just kind of get clear, <laughs> kind of calm myself so I can get grounded and then just like kind of let it come through. And it's so satisfying. Like it, it's just, you just get into that zone and, and they've done studies on it. Like there's research about like how the cortisol level drops that, you know, your stress hormones drop. Um, and then when you're in that flow state that, um, that also releases that dopamine. So you feel good, right? So you're going to feel good afterwards. You're going to feel satisfied and it's addicting. I know that it's like one of the best things I'm addicted to because <laughs> <laughs> if I go without doing it for like several days I'll feel like something's missing I'm like itchy you know I'm like oh I need I need <laughs> I need to feel good <laughs> so it's it's really it's really great <laughs> no I love hearing that and it is addicting I was just like the other day I was just like oh well and I can't carry all of these um, canvases home. And, and then I was just like, this, I manifested a dream life. I have 
blank canvases in my closet that are just ready to have paint of paints and supplies and everything. I was like, does, do people need more than this? <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's awesome. Do you have paintings with you? Oh, I don't have any like that I would no, they're not they're not there yet. I'm I'm a I'm a closet painter. <laughs> Let's oh, put it that that's way. great that you're painting. I love to hear that. That makes me really happy. Yeah, yeah. So I I can really connect with you on the art side of things and on mm -hmm. the, you know, just just dropping into that space. And I love the fact that you bring up that it's good for us. It helps you know curb those um negative hormone releases and and the stress hormones that so many of us are battling with right now and it's probably really a good you know kind of pastime especially if you're stuck in the house or you know so yeah 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 i mean some of that like the, i think the hardest part is actually sitting down to do it because i know for me that when I do get out of my little flow state, um, the hardest part is just just showing up in my studio and I just have to come sit here. And I'm like, you know what? I just need to sit here and it'll be okay. Something will happen. I'll clean up. <laughs> and then eventually I'll get back into it. But I know that I think that's sometimes the hardest part is just showing up. But I, I, I know yoga people talk about that. Like, it's the hardest part is showing up to the mat, right? <laughs> it's just showing up, creating that time in your schedule to say, Hey, I'm going to do this. And it's important. I, I do that. I put it in um, my calendar. I put it in my, I was like, you know what? It's got to happen. It's important to me. Right. And this is your personal work rather than your work, work, artwork, or is there a distinction between the two at all? No, I, it's, it's the same. Okay. It's really the same for me. Yeah. I was saying, I know I do it for myself, but I do sell it but it's, it's my self-care. I know that it makes me feel my hundred percent. So I, that's why I block it in so that I can show up as my best self. Yeah. Awesome job there. <laughs> so yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, that's just from like going through dark times and knowing that it's, <laughs> that I, it needs to happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wasn't well, an easy way to getting there. Right. Um, well, you know, and that's the tortured artist though coming out, you know, and that mm -hmm. is, you know, tapping into that creativity is sometimes unexpressed emotion. It is sometimes mm -hmm. rage or fear or desire and longing or, you know, um, frustration in some ways. Mm -hmm. You know, so, so, and to combine, and you probably know that you're like, you're sp speaking to the, to the leader of the choir here, you know, <laughs> that um, it's getting, and I'm glad that this is starting to become more mainstream as a form of therapy too. Most definitely. I, I am really happy about that. I mean, I graduated with my master's back in 2003. And I, anytime that I would tell anybody what I was doing, it's like, what? What is that? And now when I tell people what I'm doing, like, oh, okay, that's, that's great. Not that they might have experienced it, but at least they've heard of it, which is so important. And actually, um, my second book that I wrote was called Essential Art Therapy Exercises. And my intention when I wrote that, um, and it's like a collection of my art therapy practice for like 17 years. Um, I, I wanted that to, for people to have something that at least have like a taster, 
It's like they can do this at home. They could, um, you know, experiment with it. It's not the deep dive. I want to say that more of it's more of like to manage like your emotions. But, you know, I always feel like the deep dive is with with an actual art therapist so that you can reflect on your behaviors, reflect on your thoughts, um, you know, have someone to hold you accountable, that type of work. But um, it's definitely just to get the word out. You know, I just wanted people to, to know about it. So it's part of my mission too, just showing up um, and sharing the love. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's so necessary. And like you said, mm-hmm. the more you talk about it, the more mainstream it becomes. And mm-hmm. then, you know, it, it just opens different doors and people might feel more safe and comfortable expressing themselves through color and texture and, and um, placement rather than mm-hmm. through actual words or even the, the, the process of doing the work might actually break down some barriers when they're talking to you and or you know, free them to feel more comfortable and secure. Yeah, most definitely. It's, um, it's about creating that safe space, right? Mm-hmm. Especially in the, in the therapy session. So um, yeah, building that relationship with someone, um, being able to express yourself when you don't have the words, you're not like so overwhelmed. You're like, I don't even know what to call this. You know, usually like they, you get help when you're in that hole or you need help, right? Um, and then sorting it out so that, it doesn't look so overwhelming. So you can kind of say, okay, this is why this is happening. And, you know, examining those triggers and examining uh, why things are happening and then make those shifts, you know, make the new story, make the new steps moving forward, right? To get where you want to go. Right. Do you see a progression in the artwork? And, and or do you see, you know, kind of a calming or even a, a more flurry activity if as they're working through their problems? Well, I, I mean, I always like to start with where you want to get to, you know, like I want to know what the goals are for my clients. So it's kind of like, I like to start from the end to see what that looks like. Um, like, where are we going? How do you want to show up? What do you want your life to look like? When it, like that, but then we got to ex- examine all those blocks. So, you know, the artwork it will look heavy, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna go through all like, you know, maybe they're separating from their partner or they you know, they have a lot of trauma that hasn't been processed or, you know, so it gets, um, we sort through that. So that is that, that process of putting it out there um, and expressing yourself. And then it starts to shift because they're incorporating more art into their lives. You know, they're making it part of their self-care practice and I'm holding them accountable of like their priorities for each week. Um, and then it gets more into, you know, whether because some artists are, are creating series, you know, it's like they mm-hmm. want to be able to um, put artwork and put it onto the world. Or some artists, um, you know, have done the healing work and now they want to teach other people in some way. Like maybe they want to share their Reiki practice, or maybe they want to, um, you know, they're a recovering addict and they want to be able to help other um, people who are recovering. You know, so that's part of my my, my job is to give them that confidence, give them those tools so that they can take that step to share their gifts. That's why I feel like my purpose is um, in, in doing my work that I do. Yeah. I love that. And it's so, it's something that we need so much right now. So, so there is this ripple effect of the people who you're working with then can help other people. 
Which yes. <laughs> That's wonderful. And it yeah. makes me happy. <laughs> it makes me so happy to, to see the ripple effect. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Definitely. And you, yeah. you, I mean, you said you've been working with this for 17 years now. So that's you, you're definitely deeper into the process. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. It's, it's, yeah, I graduated class. I guess it's, been, it's almost like 18 years. And time keeps going by really quick. Um, <laughs> Yes, I've definitely had different experiences, worked with a lot of different populations. Um, and yeah, now I feel like I'm at a point where I'm, uh, I still love working with uh, students in schools, but I, I really do love working with um, creatives who, yeah, are wanting to take that, that next step in their lives of, you know, working on themselves and then have that, um, then to show up another way and, and have that ripple effect. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of evolved in your, in your clientele base basically too. Yeah. Most yeah. definitely. It feels more like a niche now. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm helping people. Yeah. It sounds like it too. How long, you know, to change the subject kind mm -hmm. of a little bit completely, but how long does it take to put together a deck? Because that is something I know a lot of people who are listening to my podcast are probably mm -hmm interested in finding out like what's the yeah. time frame kind of it took me um a year yeah. um to do this and yeah it was interesting because it went through so much metamorphosis it's kind of funny i will show you how i first started i first started with this deck which i created um i just made little like cut pieces of watercolor paper and I started doing sketches and I like this one is for self-compassion oh nice so hugging okay. yourself in a mirror <laughs> oh this one's letting go of judgment uh, this one was like birds flying out of the birdcage so this is what I started with and then I got a real fancy iPad I splurged and I was like you know what I feel like I need an iPad to like put my deck in and so I put all the images in the in my iPad, I took pictures and I had them all laid out because I wanted to see them all together in a different, you know, other than this, um, in this way, I wanted to see them in a digital way. And I didn't like them. Like, I don't oh. know, it wasn't, it, yeah, I was just, I was like something, I felt like I was more contrived. I wasn't hundred percent. I was like, there's something off. And, and, then, and then I took one of my art pieces of, cause I spend like, many hours on like creating a painting like you know I've right. seven, you know like 10 hours 15 hours like creating portraits and paintings and stuff so then I just started throwing those in there and I was like oh these have so much more depth you know these are this is like a little sketch nothing's wrong with little sketches I think little sketches are great but I just felt like this like resonated more the one that I had put more time into and it resonated with more the message because there were several cards that I, I wasn't sure with. Uh, and then when I started switching them out, it kind of came really quickly. Like I was like, oh my gosh, I have a full deck here. And I, that happened within like a week, right? Oh, I was wow. like, oh, wow. Yeah, that part happened really fast. But then there's so much more to just putting the images in here. So once you, you know, have the images, you have to, you know, you have to find someone to help you print these, right? So you can... You know, if you're going to do large orders, you would go overseas to like China, but if you're going to do something like a smaller, um, deck. so I had to, um, you know, find a printer that would actually print a deck, print both sides. 
and um, they're not even done. Like this, this is just a sample deck, and they haven't even like this is gonna have a gold edge, which I'm really excited about. They're gonna paint gold edges. They put like a um, a really soft texture, so they feel oh, they're, they're super smooth. Like I love that part. Like when you hold them, they feel really, really, really soft. Um, so all of these little details, it's like I had to go check. They're like, do you like this? Send it back. Do you like this? Same thing with my book. That's why it takes everything it takes forever to go through because there's all these little details. Um, and so yeah, the whole process actually took a year because you don't really there's a million decisions. And if you ever remodeled your house, this is what it feels like. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever done that before. That was a million decisions too. Creating my book was a million decisions. So it was part of that process of, you know, what do I keep? What do I take? What do I move around? Um, yeah, because like, even when you make a deck, you have to decide, you know, do you want text? Where do you put the text? Do you have a guidebook to go with it? Um, you know, do you want the text colored? You know, there's just so many little details that I can't even tell you, but th it's good to, you know, think of a theme, what your theme that you want, go ahead and start, start with the paper form. If you don't have an, like an iPad, you can always start with um, paper form just, to, just for fun to hold them and see them. If you need to hire an artist, you can hire someone. At one point I thought I was going to hire an artist. Um, I was thinking that or, like when I was doing this deck, I was like, I feel like I need some sort of graphic designer uh, and that's when I kind of switched gears and I was like, let me just put my own artwork. And then I was like, oh, that feels good. You know, like I felt, I felt more complete when I did that. So yeah, it was it just kind of listening and kind of going on the journey and seeing what happens. But yeah, it took a year and I could have kept going because he kept, every time that he would send it back for, to like me to look at it, to edit, I always had things to change. I was like, you got to stop sending this to me. <laughs> just do it. The end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. I can imagine because it's it, like you said, though, I mean, there are so many little decisions to make. And that's not only, you know, that's choosing pictures that go along with whatever message and also mm -hmm. with that whatever chakra that you're working on. And if you've had any kind of evolution in thought in the meantime, and then you're just like, ooh, this card or I need to add one or yeah. Did you use Procreate? Can I ask? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I love, I never used it before. So I was teaching myself how to use Procreate during this whole process of, um, you know, learning how to do it, which was great because I was, you know, I learned how to use the layers um, and it made it really easy to send it to the printer uh, as well, mm -hmm. you know, because it was already in digital format and you could just send them all over um, in a big file. So that made it, yeah, I definitely like the iPad. That's been very helpful. Yeah, yeah. And we're so lucky, seriously, that we have access to just this wealth of digital product kind of making things easy. Because like your deck that you just showed us, your your prototype deck that you mm -hmm. started out with, you know, I see those sometimes when I go to the museum, like the ones from the 1400s who are, or, you know, from you know, just local artists or whatever that were putting together these decks on cardboard and yeah, just fascinating. It's such a fascinating process. Yeah. 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 That's why I did the procreate with them. Um, Cause after I had made those and I was putting in there, it was, it was little changes. I was like, okay, well, should I like recreate the whole card, you know, by hand or, you know, learn this, learn how to use procreate, which is really easy. Um, and then make the little changes, whether it was a color or add a, add something, you know, 
it, it made it so much easier. So that's kind of where, it, that's where it started of, of doing it. And then I switched it all around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I like the, the process. It is a process. Mm-hmm. I think some people don't realize, like, especially, you know, oh, it's just a deck of cards. No, every card in the deck is a piece of art. The back is mm-hmm. a piece of art. There's so mm-hmm. much attention to detail and to feeling and to, mm-hmm. you know, just putting all of these little layers and subtleties in there that make each card a message. Yes. And I even, um, I started creating um, these little, they're, they're made out of clay, but they're little holders, little stands. Mm-hmm. And I put a little stamp of, I, my logo is the key. I don't okay. know if you can see that, but it's this. So what uh-huh. I what I did was I started stamping the clay and I made these little holders for the cards. So when I mail the packages, um, they'll be able to, and I spray, I'm spray, spray painting them gold. So they look like gold bars. Oh, nice. um, so they'll, they'll sit in a little holder. They're being fired right now. So I don't have them to show you, but yeah. So it's like, you can have your card for the day and you can either have like the message uh, for the, you know, up or you can have the artwork up for the day. Yeah, it's just so you can like sit and appreciate. Well, and you could also use that as a piece on your altar for different, um, you know, for different Sabbaths or festivals or even manifestation work, because that's a part of your work as well as manifestation. So if there's something that you're really working on, then why not light a candle, get some incense, get some crystals going and Mm. really kind of amplify the energy of the process and the oh work that you're doing. Well, two, two, two is coming up on soon. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do a whole ritual with that. I love how you said all of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes it more of an experience and it really helps you to, you know, kind of add a little bit of fire to the energy of the meaning of the card and the meaning of the work mm-hmm. that you're doing within yourself to mm-hmm. achieve whatever outcome you're looking for. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. I like that. I'm all like, I can't wait to buy it and to show people <laughs> because, I, you know, uh, I'm a little bit of a deck hound. So, yeah. How many decks do you have? I had to stop a couple of years ago because I think I have like 75 or 80 or something like that. But no way. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. But it's not. I mean, people have like, cabinets shoved just full of decks and it started to get where I was buying these decks from you know that I was kickstarting or that I had a relationship with the you know a friendship or whatever with the creator and I was really excited about Uh their deck coming out and I just never like I just opened one the other day and I had kickstarted it I really love this girl's work and I just haven't had time to work with the deck and so I just thought you know I love supporting the creators and everything but mm-hmm. at what point do I say enough is enough you know right yeah 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 that collection could go into a museum one day that is true that is <laughs> you true have, you have a nice collection there. <laughs> yeah and I can get a wax figure made of myself and I can <laughs> just kidding <laughs> your altar the yeah. <laughs> just kidding yeah yeah it, and yeah, like sometimes I'm like, where did that deck go? But it's interesting because if I don't necessarily work with the deck for a while and then I find it after a while, just kind of randomly going through something, 
it's amazing how much connection I get with this, you know, kind of random happenstance of coming yep. across a deck. Yeah. So love that. Yeah. It's really yeah, fabulous. So creative soul society is your mm -hmm. group program yes. and you meet a couple of times a month, you said, mm -hmm. and people can find your work on leahguzman.com, correct? Yes. Okay. And we're talking right now, February 18th. So you're hoping mm -hmm. to, you're wanting to hit the 222 deadline, but it might not be happening. So you're looking at mid March, early April for the release of your deck. Is that correct? Yes, I okay. am. I am surrendering right now. They said they told me like within another week. It's, I don't know. It seems like the date keeps getting pushed a little bit, but they said everything is printed. They're just making the boxes. Oh. So yeah, so the deck will be ready pretty soon, the next week or two. Um, the book is, yeah, I don't have the exact date. They do a Kickstarter, so I do have orders to fulfill. So I'm really excited to get them, you know, in their hands. But I'm thinking some, it's kind of probably going to be end up being March. I'm, just, I'm surrendering right now. So I wish I had a date, <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> I understand. It's, it's, yeah. Lately, everything has been kind of out of everybody's hands. I mean, and I think that mm -hmm. luckily people are getting used to it at least, you know, because at first we ordered lawn furniture in September. No, we ordered it in May. It was supposed mm -hmm. to come in September. And then we ended up getting it in November or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So it's just really, that's how things have been lately. So I think people will be excited about getting it when it comes and so it's just you know giving them that warning like it mm -hmm. might not be exactly and are they for pre-sale now or are you going to fulfill your kickstarter and then start selling them from the reserves well yeah so i'm um, i did the kickstarter and that ended and then now i just i put it onto my site as um just selling through myself Okay. And then once it's, you know, all, all ready to go um, to the printer, um, it'll be uploaded on Amazon and then in different places where people can purchase it. So, yeah, so I'm just, I, I still, I'm still taking orders, but they're just, you know, just letting me know, there's, you know, just gotta wait a little bit. Yeah. Okay. And the book, we talked about this a little bit before, I think we started recording, but the book is a separate entity from mm -hmm. the deck and they do go yes. together, but they're separate purchases. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The book is, yeah, the book is really cool because it has um, different interviews in there with people who are creatives and who are manifestors and um, their life experiences of how they used art to help them heal and manifest. So I have the interviews and then I have, like I said, like the chakra knowledge and then all the art experiences um, laid out in the book going through each of the chakras. Oh, that sounds really cool. So it's, it's not like a companion guide, but it's a definite experience in and of itself. Yes. Okay. Okay. Good to know too. Cause that sounds like I want both. <laughs> no, so, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, um, everybody, again, this is Leah, L E A H G U Z M A N com so Leah Guzman, and she's an artist and an art therapist who is coming out with her new deck and book in mid March. <laughs> yeah. So thanks so much for tuning in. Um, we do have a couple of Leah's 
um, events also listed on our new events page. So if you're curious about um, attending one of Leah's sessions, you can look either on her site or if you can't remember that and you look on our site, she's there too. So thank you so much, Leah. Thanks everybody for tuning in and we will talk soon. Take care. Thank you. Thanks.